0: Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Dale. And this is the Hype Night Podcast. Now, Hype Night with Mel and Dale is a live show that we do weekly on Wednesday nights in downtown Toronto. And people started letting us know that they were listening to it as
1: a podcast. So we're making it into a podcast. And you are listening to it right now. As a podcast.
0: Yay! Sometimes we talk over each other. Listen, get over it. You can watch it live or you can listen to it here. That's right. Sometimes we reference visual things that are happening on the
1: show. Use your imagination or visit our Facebook Live page and check us out live. Hey! Yes, Dill. We need it for the pass. The cabbage patch. Oh, my God. In cabbage? the other way. Yes, we haven't had oh. cabbage patch in the long time. We can monkey. Oh, like, is that mashed potato? No, this is the monkey. Munch- this is the monkey. That's the monkey. Is no, the mashed potato. No, that's the swim. Anyway, hey, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> Welcome, what the night? Night? Welcome to our tutorial. Oh, man. Our, like, just Across the Ages tutorial. That's it. That's it. No big There's a new
0: running man. There's a new running man? Yeah. You what may you mean? think you know the running man, but there's a new one now. What is it? How is it different? It used to be, like, Yeah. I'm in a Classic. chair, so just give me a minute. Yeah, but it's like that. <laughs> but it's not like that anymore. No, what it's, is it? I don't, I don't know, but it's not
1: like that anymore. Oh, my God. Because if somebody out there is watching us and they know what the new running man is, mm-hmm. Please let us know. And also, I can floss. You can you floss? Yeah, I can floss. Dale, are you in the shot? I don't know if you're even in the shot. You can't. Well see done, Dale flossed. This whole floss phenomenon, I don't know. I find it a lot. I'll teach you after. Okay, great. Then you'll be like, I can floss. Then I can floss, and then I'll love it. It's so yeah, one of those things like, where once I know how to do it, I love yeah, it. And and until like, then I'm like, I don't know about this thing. Uh welcome everyone. Welcome. You, mate? We're back. We took a bit of a hiatus. Just a touch. Just a touch. No. We had we were there's a lot going on. Everybody busy. Everybody busy. And like on different continents.
0: Yeah. For a while. A little bit. A little bit. Just a squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> I like your flying like that. Is that Um in case I didn't mm-hmm. say I'm Dale.
1: I'm Mel. This is Hype Night. Night. If you've been here before, welcome back. If you
0: are new, thank you for joining us. Yeah, Um, you know, we're putting on a show where we bring on amazing women and we just hype them and tell you how wonderful they are. We tell them how wonderful they are. Yeah, And everybody just like celebrates the wonderful. I mean, it's nice
1: because, I, I don't know, the world is a trash fire lately. Yeah, it's <laughs> Sorry, a real I can. hard uh, go. It's a hard go. So, I mean, I think it's good to celebrate any time,
0: but especially lately, yeah. I feel like let's bring some positivity. Yeah, so celebrate with us. Celebrate with us. Um, you um, know, generally what we do is we bring someone on and uh, and we give them compliments. We give them hype. We give them hype. Yeah. we're going to do some right now. Yeah. We're going to do some right now. Uh, So maybe you're
1: joining us on Facebook. Maybe you're joining us on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you're watching us later on Highwell TV. Maybe you're listening to us as a podcast. Yeah. All of these things are fantastic. We love you for doing any of them. And uh, if you want to comment or uh, add to the celebration or ask questions, we have people in the studio. We're joined by Sonia in the studio and Matt behind the various cameras. And so please do, yeah. Yeah. Do let us know,
0: please. We and also, I've got it. it in front of me here. So if you if you send little emojis yeah. or something, I can see them. We love emojis. That's so nice. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I saw a documentary about emojis that was like
1: blew my mind a little bit about where they came from. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a whole other thing. Great. Maybe we'll talk about that I on hope, next week on Night Night. I hope <laughs> we do.
0: I hope we do. <laughs> uh,
1: Friends, mm-hmm. we start usually by giving each other a bit of hype. We do. Yeah, we do. We celebrate.
0: I'm gonna give you some hype. Okay, I'm rocking. not everybody in this world can rock this earring. <gasps> oh, not thank everybody you. can do this. People have, uh, uh, everybody has beautiful, unique earlobes, but not everybody can do this. It's listening. one of these guys. Listen, I don't know what you're if you're pixeled at home, pixelated, but it's got a little bit in the front, and then it hangs down and shows a little yeah, bit in the back. Yeah, it's like I don't think I can do a, a oh. shopping network shot. Let me. Like see. it's so like here, real
1: great. It's like, there's like a little, like a little <laughs> and then there's a thing behind. Twitter, how's it going? Yeah. And thing. It's actually Dale. I love them. Thank you, and I am so glad that you have given me this hype. Okay. Because I had a lot of reservations about these earrings for no. multiple reasons. Number. One, they come in three pieces and they are tiny, and I lose everything. Let me see them, I lose shoes, I lose. See, it's like Oh, a, yeah, okay. So it's complicated. Yeah, right. Also, I have a very juicy earlobe. I'm just gonna say uh, it. It doesn't look juicy. I'm to me. not embarrassed to say yeah, it. Yeah, okay. And I remember because when I got my ears pierced, the guy who worked at my dad's hair salon, who's very sexy, who pierced them, called them juicy, and I loved it. Gotta stick with it. Revealing some things tonight, everybody. It uh, hurts and it bleeds so much, but, but it's, it's juicy. hurts so good, just like <laughs> John Mellencamp said. Uh, it's Yeah, thank you for saying that. They're wonderful.
0: Because I thought it was a, big, a bit of a risk for me. I mean, they're risky, but I feel like you're pulling them off. They're so great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks, Dale. You're welcome.
1: Dale... I want to say about you that I love that when we start them, I pull my face bit, on a me.
0: little bit. Like, what are you gonna say? But it's, it's like, hype, so it's good. I know it's a lifetime of hearing backhanded compliments. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? You're like you're prepared. It's all the
1: notes you get as an actor, where you're like, "Well, Dale," and you're like, "Oh God." <laughs> I like what you did, but could you? Not? Yeah, Ugh, this will not be that. Um, it never is. It, it never is. is, is. Nice. I, well, because you're so great.
0: Oh well, thank you.
1: Um, I want to say that you have the stamina. You have a kind of stamina. That I admire. You last week were in three different places over like three days or something. You were in Winnipeg, Toronto, and then England because your play That's right. that you wrote is being performed there, which is incredible. That's right. Um, <coughs> yeah. So, on top of being, you know, an incredibly talented artist, you just. Every photo of you looked amazing. Oh, well, thank you're you. are like, you, it's like you, it was so effort, it looked so effortless, really? and now you're in like, you talk about it, I don't know, I cannot travel like
0: that. Well, thank you so much. It was very effortful. Okay. <laughs> So you it was made deeply it. effortful. So I appreciate uh, I, I appreciate the hype, so thank you very much.
1: Yeah, like I saw you at a talkback, at a QA and a and I want to say this. I'm double hyping you tonight. Oh. There was a photo of Dale at this talkback for this play she co-wrote, and she's sitting there, and she's commenting, and everyone is laughing. And I was like, of course they are.
0: Of course they are. Aw, you know. Thanks. See thanks. thanks. There you go. Thanks. My pleasure. You know, Long it time. was yeah, it was a it was a really it was a special time. It was yeah. a, it was a really special. It's a special week. It was the kind of week that um, only happens in your life very often. Doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just felt like I just had to kind of tackle it. Yeah. And it was gorgeous and wonderful. And and when I have my dark times, I can think about it.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, It'll be so that's, special. That's a great thing. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So that's what happened That's hype. It's like, you're great, you're great, you're great, you're great. Yeah. That's it. It's a good time. It's great. It's cool. um, all right. Well, tonight, uh, I, I mean, I've known this person for quite a while, but I still get really nervous. Because I'm listen, just like I have such a talent
0: crush on this person. Listen, I would never met this person before, and then the more I learned, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" God, I mean, now I'm getting you, nervous. If you if you know
1: her, you know what we're talking about because um, it's amazing because Jane is at the same time so relatable and warm and inviting and also so epically impressive yeah. that you kind of don't, you're sort of like, oh my god, I'm so comfortable and yet I'm in awe. <laughs> um, so we are honored that she is here tonight. Yes. Uh, as she is an international film programmer, a script consultant, a culture vulture, an all-around powerhouse of a woman, a mentor, um, an activist, all of these things, and uh, it's a real joy to have her here tonight. Mm-hmm. So please welcome with us our guest, Jane, Jane Shum. Come
0: on in. Thank you. Thank, Thank you welcome. very much. So
1: much.
2: Nice. Thank you. Thank you. I just realized that this is Mr. Rogers for grown-ups. <laughs> Like positive, positive, positive! Yeah. Thank you for the lovely introduction. Yeah. we will try to live up to it. Oh my gosh, we, we should change to our
1: try. shoes and sweaters Yes, that's a really good that's idea. What did, that's Mr. Rogers would too. would change
2: I did not wear the right <laughs> underwear for that. <laughs> Right now, James. Surprise <laughs> segment! Oh my goodness! <laughs> there's nothing about that written down there. <laughs> Hold on, oh my. imagine that's
1: not in the contract. So, <laughs> welcome Oh, who oh, no, oh, right. no, we in the contract? Sh- I, no, I forget right. about
2: the man behind the curtains. Another welcome, much. Jane. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Thank you for being here. It's a pleasure. Already, it's a pleasure. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, Melissa Facebook. has
0: created uh, a wonderful bespoke drink for us today. That's <laughs> it sounds um, way fancier than it is. What? I put the word bespoke <laughs> in the it. The minute you put the word bespoke in something, but I think. But it is, though,
1: isn't it? I mean, I mean if bespoke, you mean... Made for us. <laughs> sure. Isn't it? Every, every drink, drink I is? make is bespoke in that sense, though? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we created a little, um, what do they call it, a mocktail? A, yeah. little, mm. um, a little, there's another term for it. A FOTINI, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> I made that cocktail. up. I just made that
0: up. There should be a po- there should be like a positive choice name yeah, that's for not a mocktail. Though. Yeah. But isn't mocktail positive? I don't know. But mocktail even seems like it's like pretend cocktail. I oh, like the word mock. Yeah. Like okay. it should be just like yeah. in your face. Yeah. In your face yeah. drink. Yeah. Like something. This is what I have. Yeah. Right. This is it. <laughs> Watch what I drink. Yeah. Something. Let's, Let me go get it. Okay. Well, okay. what we're having tonight
1: is a it's a peach Bellini. <gasps> but it's uh, but it's not. It's a you know oh, matcha. Wow. I'm playing music because oh, there's real fruit. There's real fruit. There's raspberries <laughs> This is my feeling is <laughs> My feeling was. So nice. That I wanted nice. to invite spring. This is the perfect way to do it. You know, like we're in Toronto and spring has been slow. It's been slow to come yes. and stay. <laughs> it came and then it went. We're not
2: sure it's even staying. Yeah, we're yeah, just sure. visiting like at <laughs> a hospital. Cheers. yeah. Cheers. cheers, cheers. Thank cheers you very cheers much. to you, cheers to you. Oh yeah.
1: I'm into it. It's good, Really It's good. No, it's like really light.
2: Good. Yeah. It's
1: light. That's exactly. nice. No, it's peach. I know, right? It looks like tang. It's peach nectar. So the real deal, peach nectar, mm-hmm. and then some ginger ale, and then and then you got your raspberries.
2: Impressive.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm a, I didn't realize raspberries would float. Oh,
2: yeah, they so do. So that. Now I know. I think well, most berries float. If the liquid is dense enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want Let's to get, get a all science, 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 science about it.
1: Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> also we're Mr. Rogers and we're Bill Nye my designs guy. <laughs> that's right. That's like
0: Matt's dream show. <laughs> well, <like> Bill <laughs> Nye like 30 years ago because now he's just like swearing and like no, stuff on like He's, he's so mad now. I know. So it's but so but great.
2: I, I admire him for yeah, it. I know. I'm really mad but I don't have that audience. Yeah. 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 Except yeah. maybe tonight. Maybe I... <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is your moment, Jane. i us talk about the environment. I will say this about hype night is that we often do get we do get political on this show so it doesn't yes. so, i mean m- usually i'm the person who's like not to get political but and then i rant for a little bit
2: ah uh, we'll yeah. move over all right yes, yes.
1: All right. i've met let's, my match let's Love uh, it. let's, let's get the ball rolling everything yeah. is political yes part of our
0: day best part of our day oh best part of my day yay yeah, i'm gonna start with mine okay. okay my best part of the day today was was kind of like a, like an overall theme of feeling calm between things. Oh. I had many things I need to do, needed to do <laughs> today. I had uh, many auditions and meetings and phone calls and things that I had to do. But in between each one of them, I often have a sense of like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't have that today. I just had a sense of like, oh, I'm going from one thing to the next. Sometimes mm. vacations do that. I feel mm. like sometimes change, like travel, mm. and sometimes yeah. won't make me feel like that. And uh, I, I have a little bit of residual of it in my life right now, and it was the best part of my day.
2: Nice. That's also
0: confidence and maturity. Oh man, may I hold on to it. <laughs> 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 mad. All right. Yes, may it stay with me. Okay. Uh, yeah.
2: I wish that for you. Oh, yeah. You. All I right. send it. you yeah.
1: that as well. Yeah. That's nice. Um, My best part of my day was, I'm trying to think, because there were several moments that, like, it was a tough day in some ways. You know those days when you're, like, mm-hmm. everything feels like an obstacle? And then, like, the simplest thing? I was like, yes. why is choosing clothing this difficult? Why yes. is, like, leaving the house? <laughs> yes! I was like, exactly, like, what is it? Why is this happening? Um, so, yeah, it's been a bit of a, it's been a bit of that. But I will say, um... That the best part of my day was watching, um, this is going to sound, it's related to this, watching old clips of uh, stuff that I watched when I was a kid. (laughs) Partly stuff Mm -hmm. that relates to Jane, which we'll get to, Mm -hmm. but also like Tim Conway clips and Carol Burnett clips and like kind of getting back in touch with the reason why I cared about comedy and movies and TV to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, Beautiful. like those those moments where you can remember seeing something for the first time, or being a kid and watching it, and thinking, "Oh, there's a way for me to express myself, or to move away from <laughs> my home and the the, the constrict the constricts of my home." Yeah. yeah
2: Constrictions Con- or
1: confines constrictions. Yeah, <laughs> of my yep. home, so there was that. It was really lovely, and it happened huh. in lots of different ways. It happened through research. It happened through people celebrating Tim Conway, and then other mm. people posting. Um, yeah, it was nice. Kind of touch base with that nice part. I worked with a coach once who once who calls it your pilot light,
2: like huh. to like
1: reignite huh. your pilot light of creativity.
2: So yeah, that was cool. Lovely. Yeah. Oh, well, the uh, best part of my day was, I think, I think being here on <laughs> this wallpaper. Uh, very much. Uh, but also today, the Toronto City Council voted unanimously to make Ontario Place. A heritage site.
0: Yeah, And
2: huge. I really felt yeah. on the big issue of things that this was something quite important. I realized that the battle is not won. Yes, this is just throwing down the gauntlet, mm-hmm. etc. But we need the gauntlet thrown, and so I'd like to applaud them for that.
1: Yes, we will do that. Oh, cheers uh, to you, Toronto uh, City Council. Toronto this City Council, does not yeah. happen
0: that often. Oh. I think I read that that or I, th- I don't remember where it was today. That it said the one thing that Doug Ford has done has. Has a unified city council? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Yeah.
2: it's like unanimous, like, we are doing this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to do what you're going to do. Yeah. Well, we just don't
2: protect enough of the wonderful things that are about this city. And I think that's part of, here I go, getting political. Yes. um, Part of the big condo boom I was discussing with somebody over the weekend is every time they tear down something like, you know, the Matador is going Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. all these other things to build a condo, they are removing the reason that people want to live there. Yes. so pretty soon we're going to all be in these big towers, surrounded with no place to go. Yes, yep.
0: indeed. indeed.
2: I think it's a yes. shame. If you
0: get truly political. Yes. Um, my Ro- Marosha, Marosha! Marosha says that you should do some swearing. I today. should swear. So okay.
2: If you, feel, if you feel that in you today, sure. you, know, you can swear that. <laughs> it's up to you. Alright, well I'm pretty comfortable with that. <laughs> so as anybody who knows me at all knows. So, okay. Amazing. Big hype to Marosha watching. Hello. Yeah, um, for the gauntlets.
0: Yes. Gauntlet <laughs> we will go. Um, right. So I'm going to, uh, speaking of gauntlets, I'm going to talk about the hype rules. Oh, so the hype rules are simple. Oh. we're gonna we found a bunch of stuff. We're gonna hype you on a whole bunch of things. Oh, just take your hype. Okay, you know, just take it.
2: <laughs> um, that's it. That's all there is. They used I used to say it. that about the schoolyard bully. You just know, just take it, just take it, just take it, it just, just, it. just, just take just, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, if we get anything wrong,
0: of course, uh, let us know and uh, correct us. And okay. uh, if we want to hype anyone along the way, please do. Much like we just hyped city council. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Great. Yeah, all very right. Easy.
0: Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. Okay, so... Mm-hmm.
1: So, Dale, I'm always interested in Dale, because I do the research, I, yes. I do the document, Right. and I knew some <laughs> things about you, Jane, and then uh-huh. I sort of, like, went along and found some other things, uh-huh. but then Dale reads it
0: all, so I'm always interested in yes. what <laughs> <as> Dale discovers. <laughs> yes, I mean, here's the <laughs> truth, um, I didn't realize that you were a Second City alum. Yeah, that was something I didn't know. So I mean, I don't know all of us. I don't know all of us. Because um, Dale is a second. Because I, I did four shows in Toronto. Main yeah, stage. yeah. Um, so you did Toronto and you did London. London. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I didn't know that. <laughs> it's it's so exciting for me to <laughs> meet amazing. you. I love Second City alums. Uh-huh. Uh, There's a know, lot of us out there yeah, now. There, yeah. there are a lot of us out there, and at the yeah. same time, so few. Like, <laughs> still, I, still standing, so few. <laughs> There's a special kinship so um yes, so I'm true. very I'm very excited. So yeah. um you worked with some people that I still uh I still do stuff with. Uh-huh. Um so you were with Bruce Hunter, Adrian Trust, yeah. Br- yeah. Rob catch Yes. Who I just like love so much. The best. Um, Ron James, Madeline Keene. Oh my gosh, there's so many yes. here. Yes. And then you yeah, got Kathy Greenwood. <laughs> Kathy Greenwood, yeah. former guest, former guest on the show. I had no idea. Yeah, there you go. Kathy Greenwood. Yes. Um Linda Cash. Love, love Linda Cash, Linda Cash. Love love so her. much. Nia is of yeah. course. Everybody's Karen knows Hines. Lea. Yeah, Karen yeah, Hines.
2: Um Yeah. Yeah. How many shows did you do? Know? I can't remember. It was a okay. very long time ago. It was I'm still reeling from the fact that I'm researchable. I <laughs> Of course. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> No, but they're I, like, no, you know, um, I don't remember, actually, okay. honestly. Well, they sincerely. were also, I think they worked out a little differently, like they
0: ran for different They were different, different yeah. And stuff. But here's what I will say, a yeah. little, little interesting tidbit for anybody watching, um, this studio is actually uh, close to Lombard Street, yeah. and... I would say what like next door two doors down from, from the fire hall from the where original the fire, fire hall was. yeah, yeah. No, you it's did shows at the fire hall that's right
2: it's so special too. <laughs> yeah it's just it's so huge special? oh yeah were you ever in the fire hall i was not uh, no see, so you were spared those backstage i absolutely yeah. yeah okay Um, Y'all know what I'm talking about.
0: (laughs) Colin (laughs) Mockery says hello to Jane. Ask ask her about her interpretive
2: dance to Richard Harris. (laughs) My gosh. That's what I'm supposed to ask you. I'm being sucked down into a time (laughs) tunnel. Uh, um, yeah, I remember how that felt. I don't remember the details about <laughs> it, but I do also. So, um, Colin, shall I say where we actually met, if you're out there? Colin and I went to theater school together in Vancouver. Okay. And I actually, when I uh, when we sold our house and moved out of it a, a bunch of years ago, I found all these huge boxes in the basement of photographs. And Colin, I found some Polaroids of us in theater school. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. It was God, really great. so exciting. Yeah, Yes. Yeah.
0: We actually had Demograph on Yeah. as well. She's also been a guest. Yeah. Cannot beat her. Yeah, there we yeah. Go. yeah, yeah, Oh my gosh! She also, so we're amazing. just we're just literally two days, yeah, from the firehouse.
2: Yeah. The hall.
1: I also love this network that of hype that is happening of like all these different <laughs> women and the people who know them. It's very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you know, if you're <laughs> around <laughs> long enough, um, there, uh, and you just keep going forward, you can't help but interconnect with all these wonderful people and you know, not to sound like a Hallmark card, but you, you know, take pieces of them with you and hope that yeah you've given some stuff to them, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. It's like a big net. I feel, I feel a little bit like that with my, I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm not quite,
0: I think I'm eight years off of main stage oh, wow. at this point, yeah. um, but I still feel very connected to the people that I worked with there and yeah. I trust them and I would put, I would work with them again yeah. in heartbeat because I just know them so well.
2: But that trust is part of the work. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's n- no substitute for it. There really isn't.
0: No. Okay, so anyway, so I'm just like <laughs> crushing pretty hard. Um, I went and looked you up on Second City. We no. You, there's no write-up for you. So I feel know. I feel I like No, I, I, I
2: thought <laughs> I
0: want to we're gonna make that happen because it bothers <laughs> it's me. Okay.
2: It's okay. It's just your
0: name. I'm like, please this woman's like
2: international. Yeah, no, come on. Long time ago. Long I know, but every, alumni, every alumni is on that web page. Really? Except, and your yeah, picture. except for me. Wow. Well no, you're the in, you're there, you're picturing the your, name. your name. But then
1: because I knew oh. you were also in the London cast, because I had yeah. spoken to some because Neil Musk, maybe someone shared what? a photo once oh. and you were in it on Facebook, and so I remembered seeing you in a photo. Oh. So I went down a different I sort of searched it out to get some more info about oh. when you were there. Okay. I did my like my sleuthing um, skills.
0: Colin says he found some cave drawings. <laughs> <laughs> so so he'll share those. I with love us. those the best. He'll yeah. share those with those us. Those are the best. Yeah. So I good. mean, authenticity. Can't beat
1: it. Sure. Um, amazing. So yeah, Second City alum. Mm. You also, so my big moment of like this is a big oh moment. my god. And again, I know Jane through through the Toronto International Film Festival, which yeah. we'll talk about. And mm-hmm. uh, so I worked with you for I think I think six, seven years. Yeah. We something. worked. Yeah. And so I, I know you in that capacity. Yeah. Doing
0: huge Pivotal (laughs) work. And like really. More (laughs) serious. Like seriously uh, bringing to light wonderful pieces of art. Amazing. But then going back, here we go. And then I was like, so
1: as I'm looking at it, but I knew you were an improviser and an actor, so I looked at your IMDb. Yeah. And then I see (laughs) that you were. Nightshade on <laughs> one of my favorite cartoons as a child, Cops, yeah. Fighting Crime in a in Future, future time, time, which any kid in Canada would like. Matt and I have re watched episodes of that just because we were like, Remember Cops? And we would go back and watch episodes. Like, it was such a part of my childhood. Shut yeah.
0: Up. yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Like,
1: Cops. <laughs> Like cops was like seriously, like I remember that. I have never seen a single episode.
2: No, because why would I? She's never seen a single episode until you put this thing on Facebook, and I went, "What is that?"
1: Yeah, one of the best
2: scenes ever of you. Apparently, based on the feedback, I had no idea.
1: you have no idea, it was like, and I have another uh, friend, another actor friend, who was a voice actor on that mm-hmm. show, and when I discovered she was a voice actor on the show, I had the same, like,
0: incredible delight and shock and amazement. <laughs> I feel like this has, ha- and this has happened uh, on this show before, because Marie Vakratzis was a voice on Sailor, Sailor Moon, Moon and, yeah, we, and we all flipped out too,
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I feel very humbled to have been such a pivotal part of your childhood. Like, you were you in were, my living room. Yeah. came my
1: living room every week. Like, wow. every Saturday I would watch Cops. I know, right? <laughs> like really? Let's get on that.
2: No, like I, were, yeah. I, will, fight, I okay. will
0: fight for you. Um, right. here, here's my I question should. for you. Yeah. When, when now, go, like, thinking about doing that voicing, that, voicing that character, you were all like, were you just like, Mm, this is is a cartoon this about cops and I'm just gonna do it and then that's that and yeah. And then that was that. Yeah, yeah. it's just the game. I love it. It's yeah. just the game. Meanwhile so, we're like, <laughs> I'm
2: like cops. And nobody it, it was actually um I loved doing voiceover work. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic as any actor will tell you, right? You don't have to go in, you don't have to do the full Hollywood, you don't have to yeah. um, and there's just something about a booth and a microphone and all that stuff that's really delightful. And so I think you I can't remember. It's a long time ago. Cave drawings. Um, but <laughs> Uh, I remember trying to learn about it while I was doing it I did other commercials and other those kinds of things too but that was like the consistency of a character trying to actually be a character sure, yeah. who was like that and um, yeah I remember that part of it really well I don't remember very much else about it I have to say oh
1: yeah, well you delighted us I
2: I take great pleasure yeah. in that <laughs> yes you did I take pleasure I, in that
1: I'm like I really am so pleased <laughs> you have no idea so I looked at a bunch of that today and then yes i shared a clip but then also you were on all these episodes of the Win and schuster show oh yeah and i gotta say like i knew that that show existed yes. i never saw that show so, yeah that show is mm. insane like there were there were like <laughs> there were sketch w- like scenes yeah that were like that are two videos on youtube that are like they're long like there was one that you're in um, and I think it's called <laughs> like life of crime or, or crime of fashion or fashion crime, which you are you are it is amazing to watch you in that scene. I have no idea. And I feel Those like okay. it's got a part one and a part two, like how long was this show? Like so dumb, <laughs> sometimes you gotta come back to the scene. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Come sketches back. within a sketch, it was it was wild.
2: Well, I will say, for all of the flack that uh, sometimes in the last years of the show I took for doing it, I did do it for uh, a couple of very specific reasons. Okay. First and foremost, to make my parents proud. Oh, well, that's great. <laughs> yes. Because finally I would be doing something that they would actually watch. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, and, um, you know, Johnny Wayne and Frank Schuster were actually... Really groundbreaking in their time. Mm-hmm. By the time that I knew them, it was really like the last five, ten years of their careers. Right. Um, delightful people and wonderful people who treated their casts really well, their nice. whole companies, they really. Um, but people forget that. Uh, I forget the statistics now because I wasn't prepared for this, but um, I think next to somebody like Elvis Presley, they were the most on the Ed Sullivan Show ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they did uh, things that I think we often aspire to at Second City, which is what I would call literary quality improvisation right but they would start with those improvisations and then they would start working it and working it and you would watch it and pretty soon after that they would nail it down and it would become scripted yeah and there were all kinds of illusions in their work to you know films and plays and i mean their most famous sketches from shakespeare right yeah that's right so i was um, watching some of that today yeah and um i had also do not think about that much but it's a nice time. It was a really great company of people. Some of it's bonkers. bonkers.
1: Yeah, like I, I mean, I mean, and that's and to me, that's not even a cri- it's not a criticism as much as it is an observation of no. yeah. like this is going on forever. And I think yeah. it's also a testament to the fact
0: that of the, the culture we're in now. Oh yes, oh, that was TV then. Yeah. Well, there's no yeah. question. That's right. There's yes. no question. Even, yes. even, like, some of the old, even some of the old like SCTV sketches. Yes. You look at it, and you're yeah. like, this is 11 minutes. Yes, like, yes that's right. Significant this amount of time. never happen today. This never happen golf course. Like, yeah. you're yeah. kidding me Yeah, yeah.
1: Which, no, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, um, it was, listen, I <laughs> loved watching it.
2: I'm going to have to go find your research. Yeah. I
1: was, I'll send you everything. I, did. So, I yeah. also tracked down a trailer to a Mary Steenburgen Christmas movie you're in where you play a bank teller and you're in the
2: trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I was so proud of that. Deborah moment. McGrath and I did that movie. Yes. Called One Magic Christmas. One Magic Christmas. And what was great about that was there were a lot of things that were great about that. Um, but what was, uh, it now from the distance of time, um, was working with Philip Borsos, however, briefly for, you know, my three days on the set or Mm. something. And um, he was a a Canadian director of tremendous talent and a great promise. And unfortunately, we lost him very, very Mm. young. Um, And there are prizes now at the Vancouver Film Festival named after him and all that stuff. But yeah, it was a really good time. Great. Um, a good
0: time. Yes, David Shore saying yes, they were on the Sullivan more than anyone, including Elvis. Cool. Yeah, thank thank you. including yeah. Elvis. Wow, there you go. Cool, yeah. cool. Yeah.
1: So. thank you for that uh, fact-checking <laughs> yeah. out there.
0: From a second, I'm a second City alum. a Second
1: City alum, I love yeah,
0: That works here, that works strong. Yeah. So,
1: Jane, um, how <clears throat> did you find your way into film programming? Because you have now, <laughs> then you've had this like incredibly Illustrious career, and Uh you're so respected, and you've done so much. And I just, um, I would love to know more about how you. (laughs) How does that transition? Well, I mean, as a person who um, has made various transitions from, you know, acting and into other
0: things, I'm always curious. To me, it seems like the skill set, and you know, like the. I always think of improvisers as being like incredibly smart. Oh yeah, gifted people who are adept at doing things, and everybody finds their everybody finds their way. I can see obviously this happening. I just don't know what the road was
2: Um, to it. I think well, it was a bit complicated. I think in that around the time. I don't know what I would have finished doing. I did a whole bunch of, you know, like films that weren't really important and I wasn't really happy with the way that my performing career was going. And then I decided at a certain point that I just didn't want to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I think I would have been in my early 30s, mid 30s, and and I just quit. And I didn't know what I was going to do. And then this is really true. um, I went. I was invited to a dinner party by someone I barely knew. And I went to this dinner party and there were all these other people that I didn't know at all. And um, at the end of the night, this gentleman that I had sat next to, who was really interesting and he was one of the editors for the Globe and Mail um, magazine division, came up to me as I was leaving and he said, you know, do you write? I went, "Mm, no. (laughs) And and, um, he said, well, I I think maybe, I need somebody to write about film. Do you think you could write about film? And I went, no. (laughs) But he said, well, I think you could. Do you want to maybe call me tomorrow? And we'll say, whoa, wait. It's not that thing you're thinking about. So anyway, so I call him up because I thought, well, what the hell? And or... This is from Arosha. what the fuck? And so I called him up, and he said, look, I'm going to give you something, and I want you to write a piece about it. It's a piece of long-form television, and, um, you know, can you write about it as you would write about it? And I said, that's great. So I watched the thing a million times, and I thought about it, thought about it, and then I sent it to him, and I thought, okay, here it goes. Then he uh, called me, and he said, um, yeah, no. <laughs> you know, like... Sorry, I, I thought maybe this was gonna work out, but uh, no, this is okay. And I went, oh, okay, Aww. all right. And then the more I thought about it, I thought, well, I, uh, this is unsatisfactory to me. I, I wanna know what I didn't do right. So I called him up and I said, look, could you just give me 15 yes. minutes and um, and just go through this with me and, and explain to me how you would've liked it or what you were looking for that, that I didn't mm-hmm, do. And he cool. said, no, no, I don't do that stuff. I don't do that stuff. And I said, oh, okay. Um, and then, so, I thought about it some more and then I went to his house, which I probably, nowadays you would never do. (laughs) Oh my god! You would never do this. This is an amazing story. Not really. So I I don't know how I knew where he lived, I think it was because the person who I went to the dinner, you know, that they told me. Yeah. And um, so I knocked on the door and he opened the door and he went, oh no. I said, look, I just want ten minutes. I just need you to kind of, you know, like you can stand here on the porch with me. Just tell me what it was that you were looking for. I just need this for myself. You don't need to ever hire me again. None of that kind of stuff. I just need to know. Wow. So he said, oh my God, okay, all right. So he said, all right, and he gets the red pencil, and it was a sea of red. See, this doesn't work. And I said, okay, this is really helpful to me. Again, this is just for me. This is, you know, this is over between us. But how about if I redo it? And then I would send it back to you. And then he, at least you could tell me if it was improved. And then I would have felt that I'd learned something, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so he went, yeah, if you have him, whatever. So that's what I did. And I sent it to him. And then he called me two days later and he said, I really hate this, but this is really good. And so if you want to write for me, I will give you this piece and this piece. Oh, my gosh. And then, so that's what, but I made like no money. They didn't have any money. And, um, but I loved it. And um, then there was a chance to write weekly about film. And he said, can you write about film? And I said, sure. I knew nothing, nothing. And so everything I was going to write about, I was madly researching and everything, like oh. fake it till you make it, sort of. I and, love um, it. But I just thought this is a chance and this is new and this is something I don't know anything about. And if he's willing to take a chance on me, then I'm willing to go for it until he fires me. Wow. This is such an amazing story.
1: And I want to say, like, as a, I want to say it's a testament, like, the fact that you were that persistent and you wanted that feedback that much, and that in the face of the no of it, but that to me is like a kind of self worth and self knowledge that I think is
2: very rare Jane I know I understand that you know in the moment maybe (laughs) yeah and I'm not sure that's what it was although I appreciate that I think what it was is I had the scent of something that was possible something I didn't know how to do something that would open up a world of learning to me
0: right because I had spent but but there's so many people who would look at a situation like that and go there's so much here that I don't know There's so much here that I don't know and that
2: I just don't know and I just, I just won't. Well, he'd already said no, like emphatically, (laughs) dare I say, and I knew need to say also that since then he has become one of my best friends (laughs) and he's a remarkable person and, um, um, but yeah, he took a chance on me and um, because, and he told me later that he said it was because he thought I had a voice. And um, not a nightshade kind of a voice. You do also but, have that voice. No, but but, uh, but and I was really taken aback by that because nobody had ever said anything to me before. When you spend your life as a performer, you're channeling. Other people's voices, like you're channeling the stuff on the page. Sure, you're but as an them. improviser, that's yeah, but you. I was not the greatest improviser. I think uh, I wasn't. You know, there were a lot of people, many of whom are uh, with us tonight, that were a million times better. But I, I loved it, and I loved the, um, the fear of it, and hmm. um, the way that you could weave. Um, social ideas. Me too. Into, mm-hmm. Exactly. Me too. I'm not, I'm not the
0: best improviser. I'm not punny. I'm not particularly quick. Yeah. Um, but I love digging into an idea. Yeah. I love exploring an idea. Yes, I love exactly. the, da- the danger and the scared of it. Yeah. I I. I, I love it.
1: Yeah. Well, what yeah. I think is interesting about that, because I think, you know, part of what you do as a programmer so yes part of what you do is you're selecting movies for audiences to see and that is a part of of what you're doing but also a huge part of what your career has been has been um helping artists to open up avenues for themselves whether that's through the work they're creating by helping them create that work through their scripts but also through understanding the industry like i feel like there is what you describe as your journey of enjoying being an improviser and this particular instance of wanting to know the unknown, of wanting yeah. to learn, that that curiosity and that desire I think feeds right into all the other work you've done all these
2: years. Yeah, maybe, because I never thought it was about me. I had nothing to prove. I, I never, <laughs> you know, it wasn't like these are my opinions or any of that stuff. Right. Um, but rather, um, I'm... I think I'm just endlessly curious mm-hmm. you know and I, I crave experience mm-hmm. and I've been very lucky enough to have apparently had tons of them and you know <laughs> uh, even more than I probably remember um, but I, I think that was the next step of this after I was doing all of this writing that was in some at that time the Globe and Mail did have a magazine division and mm-hmm. stuff was going out there then people would start calling me um hey do you want to like um uh, present this thing or introduce this person or run this conversation This on stage with and then uh i got a call from Harborfront who said um we have an idea for something which is a children's film festival do you want to do it and this is you know pre-internet and pre-all mm-hmm. of that and again without thinking i went sure Not having a clue what that would mean or what it would be. And these are the days where we were faxing people, you know, uh, inquires about things. And I had no idea what to do. And I thought, how do you do an international children's film festival? Um, So I just scrambled around and found all these programs from other people who had done it around the world and um, copied them essentially, but learned then how you have to approach a film company, learned how you have to do these things. I learned how to do print traffic, all of that kind of stuff. Mm. And then that turned into helping out with things like the World Stage and and all of that. World Stage. And then um, uh, once that Children's Film Festival wasn't able to go on there, I had seen what it had done for the audiences there and thought... I looked around at the city of Toronto, and I think this would have been around 1997 and 1998, Um, and I just saw the city really changing and what was happening in it and thought maybe the time was still right for that. So, I thought, who in town does film festivals, you know? Oh, there's this Toronto International (laughs) Film Festival. I've heard (laughs) of them. I don't know anything about that. So, I said, I'd like to have an appointment with you to talk about doing this thing. Yeah. And um, and came in with with a friend of mine, Faye Cohen, that um, we thought we would do this thing together. And there were all these people around a table, and I thought, uh, what are we going to do? But we pitched them on it and said, this is why all the reasons why you should do it. You mm-hmm. have a cinema tech, you have a fall festival, mm-hmm. you need to raise, bring up the audiences of tomorrow. You know, you have to create a culture where children are accustomed to seeing films with subtitles, so that they're naturally going to go to your s- Cinematheque yep, when they go to the university, because they naturally... Anyway, that's how they pitched it, how we pitched it, and um, they went for it. And then we went, crap. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. going to do? So I guess now that I think about it, uh, that was a period of not... Um, you know, the worst that somebody could say was no. Mm-hmm. And. Right. and uh, believing that if you thought this was a good idea, then there would be a way to make it happen. Yeah, I mean... I don't know where I... what I was thinking. But anyway, it became a great thing, and then... um, uh, then TIFF did decide to bring it in-house and then um, the first year that I was there they said, you know, do you want to come and help us on the fall festival because you have all this onstage experience and all right. this and we need oh, yeah. people to stand and introduce films and all of that and ergo that's when my real, real film education began. Right. Yeah and then so that's and did you start right
1: away with those with the territories Australia New Zealand Germany Israel and American Indies or
2: did it kind of grow as you uh, no, I worked on the festival while we were doing Sprockets, as it was called then, the mm-hmm. Children's Film I Festival, remember sprocket, yes. yeah, as it was called then, um, for five years, um, sorry, I did one part of the year, and then we worked on the festival, mm-hmm. um, but one of the first jobs that I had at the festival was screening everything that came in on video videocassette, wow. um, because we did not have the same number of submissions as we do now, or as right. we did now, because I'm Just a month retired, Mm -hmm. Um, but um, and so these just you know boxes of video cassettes would come in. Mm -hmm. So all the programmers would go out into the world, and they'd go to all these other festivals, and they'd do all their other work in their territories that they knew about. But all this other stuff would kind of come essentially over the transom, and there needed to be people that needed to watch that. And so I got elected, and um, that was also the most extraordinary film school. Yeah, because I saw what everybody was making all around the world. Good, bad, or indifferent. And then we would sit, and because I was watching all of this stuff, then we would sit in the screening room because people would actually send cans of 35 millimeter film to be watched. And so I got to sit in the room, um, you know, with um, Piers Handling and Noah Cowan and Cameron Bailey and all that stuff and listen to them talk about film. And I had to be ready. To say something about it if I got asked yeah so amazing um, yeah it was pretty amazing <laughs> now that I think about it I don't you know things the, the festival grew and the organization grew and um, I think re- looking back I was very lucky to be in a very particular place at a particular time and worked very hard <laughs> yeah. I, think, I
0: think TIFF is such a is such a special place in the sense that people I find people find it I don't know. I feel like people find it at the right time for them to find it. Like it you know, happens. Like, that's true. Yeah. that's yeah. how it happened yeah. for me. Yeah, you know, like I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't know anything about it when I got hired to work at TIFF. I was a very, I had a very lowly position. No um, such thing. No such thing. But it was, you know, I was like, I basically took care of a door, made sure no one went in that door, out of that door, you know, and it was, it was a paid position, and but. You know, I was very recently out of university. I only got the job because I knew somebody who said to me, I think you would be well-suited to do this job at TIFF. And I went, oh, yeah. (laughs) And they're like, they need you, like, in two days. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I ended up there, and I didn't know anything about it. And I can honestly say that my life was so changed for the better having just mm-hmm. been inside of it in uh-huh. the smallest of ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I got to see film I never thought I would. I got to be a part of something that felt very special mm-hmm. um, and I mean this was, I don't even know, thousand. Oh, it was 2001. 2001 was my first was my first year so uh, huh. of doing it which was also a very unique year because a lot of shit went <laughs> well, down I, <laughs>
1: went down, yeah. I was uh, just going to say yeah, wow, I was trial a, by
0: fire yeah it no was really no and I was a uh. kind of frontline kind of person so I yeah. saw the best and worst of people yes. um in that truly in that day uh however yeah. uh you know I, and yeah and, and I feel like it's it's such a different festival now um I do like to go and see the, f- I do still like to go and see the films and stuff like that. My, yeah. I don't work there anymore because it just doesn't fit with with yeah, with sure. me anymore um, in that capacity, but right. uh, it was so special.
1: Yeah, I mean like I have a similar, like I I, I used to go to TIFF with my sister. My sister Sonia would buy like a 10 pack or whatever it was at the time I don't remember yeah. what it was in when I was a teenager and we would go I remember seeing Big Night there which is still one of my very favorite movies <laughs> and seeing Campbell Scott like you know the Q&A with Campbell Scott and yeah. going to see Kevin Bacon's directorial debut and like going to watch all these movies um yeah. that were that she had picked so i was just basically <laughs> along for the ride which is most Have of my date. most of my life with what my childhood was me like stealing my sister's music <laughs> and going to whatever <laughs> movies or libraries she took me to and like learning everything from that's her what that's for. what sisters are for um, and so um i remembered it and it was such a special place for me because of that mm. and then i was in an acting class and some a student in the acting class said, I was like, oh man, I'm looking for a job. And she was like, oh, this person at TIFF, they just lost somebody who does intros and Q&As would you be interested? And I was like, like okay, I guess. I have no idea. I've never done that. Mm-hmm. And then I met with someone. They hired me on the spot basically because they were desperate. <laughs> I don't uh, think that's what it was. No, no, no. it really was. It was like, no. And this is not me denigrating my... No, any it's kind that of they people
2: <laughs> with presentations. Okay,
1: skills. sure. I guess I have some... I'm an, I was an actor, so I suppose they yes. also figured I could you know stand on a stage with a microphone
2: that is correct
1: but um <laughs> but basically it was also about the timing of it i think on their anyway i'll take your compliment Thanks. um so i start that job and it's it was terrifying it was literally terrifying my first q and a was like At Princess of Wales with Emily Blunt and Ewan McGregor, and like I did not (laughs) know what I was doing. And Nicole Stamp is the reason why I, in any way, knew what to do because Nicole Stamp had done the job for many years and is one of my very good friends. And and she's the best. Yeah, she is just such a stellar host and gave me all the tips and, and is a former guest on Hype Night, so hype yeah. to Nicole Stamp. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. We have so many guests. Um, I know. <laughs> and uh, and and then you know that started a, a journey for me that I never would have imagined in terms of me becoming a filmmaker, in terms of me um, becoming more of a host, in terms of me going down paths I never anticipated. Yeah. Um, so I think it you know, it Thank has you. a way of yeah. sort of mm-hmm. doing that, which mm-hmm. is really interesting. And obviously, it's how I got to meet you. And yeah. so it's, yeah, it's a pretty
0: interesting um, place to sort of... Explore. I used to always try to pick the most controversial movie. You
1: did, yeah. I remember <laughs> we talked about. I picked the
0: one that was like <laughs> people were like picketing, or people that like I would always be like, I'm gonna go see that one, yeah. and I'm gonna go see like what the story is here, and mm-hmm. um, I would always try to get my own my own vibe on it.
2: Hmm. I would
0: be like, why is it here though? It has to be here for something. Why is it here? If yeah. everybody's yes. freaking out picketing it, but seriously, there's gotta be.
2: I should watch it. That's a really good reason to see some. Yeah. yeah,
0: so I saw a lot of, like,
2: stuff. Because I so,
0: was <laughs> so just like, oh, go see, you. is that a skin of cat? Let's <laughs> go see Out of my way. It. Oh, well, there's <laughs> skin of the cat. Yeah. They're really doing it. <laughs> Whoa, OK, cool. Yeah, those
2: weren't my films, I promise. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: But um, so you have, a, you have a really cool distinction there. You programmed, films you programmed won the People's Choice Award for three consecutive years. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Hotel Rwanda. Yeah. Tazi and Bella, three years in a row. yeah. Pretty amazing.
2: Well I will say, uh, in in deference to all of that, that those films would have been probably on the festival anyway, but I got lucky enough to you know, hitch my wagon. Yeah, uh, right. But uh, you know the the thing about the People's Choice Award is that it really doesn't mean much to the program it means everything to, to the, the film. filmmaker yeah and increasingly it's become that's more right. and more important and um anything that can take a film out of the pack you mm-hmm. know uh is really important but yeah that's carried and that's followed me around for some time well and you also <laughs> were instrumental in
1: there's several other filmmakers like ava duvernay and barry jenkins and yeah. you you know um brought their films yeah. to tiff and and we're a big part of yeah. their, the early parts of their careers.
2: Well, you know, um, Camera Billy <laughs> uh, said a funny thing once. I don't know where he said it, but everybody reminds me about all the time he called me the truffle hunter <laughs> so, so I remember saying to him something a little less porcine please yeah. you know it would be great but I took the compliment because that's what you do on this show but that's I right. took it and I appreciate it because I think what he was trying to say was that I had a nose for young and emerging talent mm-hmm. and um, uh, I will take that because that's the talent that I love and I love um, seeing people who are, you know, in the cases of those people, they were not struggling to figure it out at that time. But, but looking at all kinds of new work and, and seeing what it is that the filmmaker is trying to do and, and um, f- trying to find them within it, and that was really the ongoing um, curiosity about that job, which, mm. you know, I just realized the other day, I did for <laughs> many, many years, but that's what it was, was watching hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of film every year and waiting for that one that you go, Whoa? <laughs> you know, yeah, that thing that made you lean in and yeah. made you go, okay, something really interesting is happening here. and. Um, yes, when I saw Ava's work and Barry's work and tons of other work over, yeah. over the <laughs> many years. Um, but that was my pleasure and my joy was finding these new voices and um, yeah, it's, it was the great pleasure and delight mm. of that job. Um, so
0: I, going through Melissa's readings. Um, <laughs> I I understand that uh, you work as a script consultant at times. I have, yes. Um, yes. And so did did that happen at the same time with the kind of working at TIFF and watching the films? Like, Did that all develop at the same time?
2: Uh, uh, Yes and no. Uh, It was happening a little bit earlier than that. Because I had this theatrical background and all these other things, Um, I did really revere the page. And um, so uh, once I started working in that field, then people started contacting. Contacting me, I would do some work for them. I don't do it very much anymore. It's uh, quite thankless, yeah, Um, and also. (laughs) But also, I just as as my portfolio within TIFF got bigger and bigger, um, it just I started thinking there were maybe conflicts of interest there.
0: Sure, fair enough. Yeah, that that makes sense.
2: Yeah, Yeah. so didn't do that anymore. Right.
1: I I think what's neat too is that. I think it's it was it's evident in your programming, at least for me as a person. I had a very interesting vantage point, certainly yeah, at Tiff, where right. I would literally fly in and, and do Q and A's and intros for films across the board. Right. And so, I started over the six years that I did that specific job. I started to get a real sense of like the kinds of films that programmers mm-hmm. programmed mm-hmm. And, and what you know what their interests were. Right. Um, and and I I always felt. Certainly felt that curiosity from you that you talk about, but also uh, there was always a kind of a feeling around your program that I think extends to the other things you did at TIFF around community, around fostering, around the, there's mm. there's just there was something even if the films were very different in terms of subject matter. I mean, certainly I saw films from Israel that were very different than the yeah. films from you know westerns from Australia or, yeah, or, yeah. or that, but I, I feel like. Maybe it's also just because I got to know you and watched you do intros and Q&As and mm. watched you with filmmakers, but I think all of the, the way that you look at film as a way to reach out to people, mm-hmm. and the way that you look at filmmakers and try and help them find a way to reach out to people, I think this is, I feel this in all that you do. Well, and I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing that you contribute to film and to filmmakers. Well,
2: thank you. You're welcome. Um, but I think that's what it's for. You know, um, I I have very little patience. I never did for somebody who wanted to do some work that was just about them. Um, I find this, this is horribly dull and it mm. shows in the work mm-hmm. and I never, uh, and God forgive all of my colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> who think uh, who are working on the more academic sides of things that side of, of work never appealed to me at all um, it has no for me I needed to feel a little blood pump I needed to feel some oxygen and I needed to feel mm-hmm. that um, something some significant exchange had happened between cool. the audience and between the filmmaker and that's the thing about film festivals is they're the only time when the filmmaker gets actually to stand in front of people that have just watched his or her film um, and have uh, an exchange with them. The rest of it, you know, they they push it out into the universe. Um, And the thing I think that kept me going for so many years um, was not only the opportunity to see how an audience, would they love something as much as I did? Would they see in it what I saw? but also to know, uh, to start to get to know the filmmakers better Mm -hmm. and to understand the incredible path that had brought them to this place. Mm -hmm. Very, very early on, almost in my, the first year that I worked for the festival, and when I was introducing films and doing Q&As, I began to really understand that we were the retail end of what had been an extraordinary process. Sure. And that you had to honor that process and um, that exchange that that filmmaker has with the audience is something that was really, really rare. And I saw the power that it had over people. Um, you know, tremendous live theater can do that too. Mm-hmm. Live performance yes. can do that. And um, this was a whole new world to me. And I remember, there were a few filmmakers that I can remember standing in my, <clears throat> was my first or second year, and we brought one of Ramin Barani's early films. And um, I hadn't programmed the film, but I was doing the Q&A for it. And I remember the feeling in that room. And it was one of the few times that I stepped outside of myself, because you have to be so present there. You know better than anybody. You have to be so present there for a and a about what's happening, and is this going all right, and questions, and all that kind of stuff. But I remember listening to him and stepping outside of myself and s- saying, and thinking, this actually, I am watching him change the world of the people that are in this house oh, it's here. It's amazing. He was so articulate and he was so humble and yet so completely focused. And the way that he spoke about his work and why he was doing his work it was a really seminal moment for me because I thought this shit can change the world. Yeah. And I hadn't felt that uh-huh. in a really long time. Yeah. And I just I remember leaving that evening thinking, I think I want I need to be a part of this. Oh. Because I think that's what we all want is to change the world.
0: Yeah, yes Agreed. I'm going to read something. Okay, a little social hype here. Okay. this is from Ashley Como. Yay. Um, when I was work, I'm just gonna read it verbatim when I was working at TIFF I had been thrown into an impossible situation situation organizing screenings in a multiplex in year one Jane made me laugh and lifted me up when I was feeling like a shell of a person <laughs> amidst programming and amazing uh, amidst programming an amazing program, taking care of her guests and charming the pants off of audiences, she took the time out of her day to comfort and elevate a festival worker Thank you Jane. Oh, Ashley but that's there's 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 that's a beautiful thing And huh. when I said that you were on the show tonight uh, to my husband, my husband got to work with a lot of programmers. you're all wonderful um, some of you are more wonderful and, oh. and uh, some of you are more uh, more uh, mm, I don't know what the word is. Nicer, um, uh, Canadian and, and he show. was so he was so excited to hear that you were on the show because he just appreciated your energy and your positivity and everything that you brought. He was always happy when he got an opportunity to work with you. So, oh
2: nice, yeah. Well, back to him. <laughs> yeah, just, but, you know, this is the thing is, there's so many people that go into the infrastructure of a festival. Mm-hmm, yeah, and and people don't. It's like a pyramid for sure, and it's done on the backs of people who are working like two week contracts for four-week contracts, Mm -hmm. and they are um, oftentimes called to do things for which they are not trained, (laughs) you know, it's just the nature of doing Mm live events and all of that other stuff, and you can never tell, and um, we just have, we've been incredibly lucky and had just remarkable crews of people who, um, yeah, it's lovely to see them year after year, and Mm. folks like Ashley yeah. Especially yeah. former Andrew guest, former on, Hype guest on Hype Night. Yeah. Yeah. Ashley Como. Oh, yeah. yeah. A
1: bit of the inspiration for Hype Night. She, she was. She was part of why we started the show in the first mm-hmm. place. Wow. Yeah. Because she did a thing for a year where she hyped, uh, she celebrated a woman every day for a year. Yeah. And, uh, and we were like, man, that's so great. And yeah. then yeah. we were having a conversation and we thought, let's do an extension of that in our own way. And
2: The world needs
1: it yeah. it does <laughs> agree it does
0: it does also i'm um, going to give a little un a little uh, unconnected hype your nails are like your nails are fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. Oh my god, I mean, You are so You have
1: like you're like <laughs> nail
0: so buddies. Great. Mine are, I, are like I, not even. They're really good. as oh, someone wow. who Also, wears natural, just my own nails. I, I'm, I'm not looking wearing at those. anything. No, I know. Those oh, are oh, your I <laughs> today. No, that's what I mean. Mine are yeah. on my own too, and oh, I just I, look I, at you, that and I go, mm, girl, oh, I wow. appreciate those <laughs> nails. Appreciate it. Love it. Yeah. i will just time.
1: So there's a little, so many things yeah. to talk about. So we don't oh, we yeah. don't have time to talk about them all, okay. um, unfortunately. But okay. so we usually we on the show we do a little thing called a lightning round. Yep. Which you oh. just kind of hang out for. So it's not like we don't ask you like rapid fire questions or anything. Oh, because you know like uh, you're that ready. Before, yeah. <laughs> you're ready. I know you're ready. You're ready to swear just like Marosha wanted.
0: Everything she <laughs> she's done. got two swears. <laughs> <at> least, <didn't laughs> I yeah, two. Um, I could go for
1: more. Okay, <laughs> well here we go. Maybe we'll swear during this lightning round. Uh, <laughs> but basically you so obviously you, you worked at, at TIFF for many years and haven't yeah. left a real mark there. Hope You've so. also, yes, I mean, oh. a thousand percent. Okay. Um, <laughs> for sure, um, and, I, and I think that extends to other festivals you've been a part of, either as a programmer, as a jury member, mm-hmm. through uh, conversations to talent, yeah. um, to industry. So we're just going to do a little rapid fire of some of the festivals you've been a part of. Oh, just going to say their names. Okay. So like in different ways, you've been, uh, you've touched these uh, these places. I'm going to play my favorite song called "If I Had a Chicken,"
0: <laughs> and, uh, and here we go. Dale, would you like to begin? Yes. How- start with the Toronto International Film Festival, the Palm Springs International Film Festival, Aspen Film Festival, Aspen Academy Screenings, South Australian Film Corporation at the Adelaide. Film Festival, Hot Dogs Canadian International Documentary Festival,
1: South by Southwest, Cannes Film Festival, uh, Warsaw International Film Festival, Palm Springs International Short Fest, yeah, Jerusalem International Film Fest, uh, My- Film Fan- Labs, uh, Miami International Film Festival. Have you been on other international festival juries, including for events in Scandinavia, Europe, Europe South, South America, America and, and South, South Asia. Asia? We did it both at the same time. Put that in your pipe <laughs> and smoke, smoke
2: it. I people still say yeah. Yeah. Air miles, air miles. What frequent flyer plan uh, do uh, you? Per, uh, there were a few years I did feel permanently jet lagged. Yeah. Yeah. You've been, you've been around. Been Jane. around. Yeah. You're, You're around. You're you a you you good flyer. Or are you bad flyer? Uh, well, I'm only five feet tall, so I can fit into an economy class seat. <laughs> Fair enough. So that's really great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a I'm a not bad flyer. Okay. I got harder as time went on. Yeah. You know, Amazing. <gasps> those were, are also you know, long flights. Like long Australia, flights. and uh, you know, I went Israel. to Australia every year for fifteen years. That's, yeah. that's loved that's, every freaking second of it. Yeah, yeah, just gorgeous. an amazing place. As are I, almost every place I've been a privilege to have gone. Yeah, no, I feel quite blessed, and uh, I have not. Heard that list before, uh, so I'm thinking, why don't I have more frequent flyers? It's a first, <laughs> yeah, it is a first, mm-hmm. but cool. anyway, they're t- all popping with memories, popping, popping, wonderful, you know, yeah, yeah. And you're a dog lover, yeah, well, well, i read that, yeah, I wrote that multiple dog owner, a huge Do dog. Many dogs? Well, I, uh, the most I had at one time was. Three, I think Absolutely. but now I'm down to one okay what kind yeah. of dog just because I have to know uh, well right now she's a golden retriever okay I beautiful. mean they're just beautiful beautiful, yeah. beautiful dopey dogs not this one <laughs> she's, <laughs> no she's an she's ugly a, no, 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 no. <laughs> but she's she was the runt of the litter, and I maybe don't get her groomed as much as I should. Okay. and she's um, getting on in years. She's a tad cranky, you yeah. know. Oh, but she's yeah. a delightful. Uh, her name is Finn. 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 Yes, that's not the name she came with. I don't like uh, buy puppies or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I dog dogs, mm-hmm. and yeah. so she came with another name that neither my husband or I could abide. What so. was it? Was it Patrick Stewart? <laughs>
1: a great name
2: for a golden <laughs> retriever. I'm just going
1: to put name it out there. Like, no, her Chris. name was Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Yeah,
2: I wasn't having any of that.
1: One. That's no. tricky. No, no. Yeah, well, we have a new dog in the family. We don't Matt and I don't have a dog. We want uh-huh. a dog. Yes. Um, but uh, Matt's mom has a dog named Finn, Finnegan. I, I saw w- yeah. that
2: no. Mm, this was shortened version yeah. yes but I did see that and I think yeah. that dog is delightful he is very sweet yeah.
1: a very sweet little dog go and adopt
2: a dog everybody yeah, yeah.
1: We, we, we've been wanting to for a while I'm sure one day soon we will
2: I hope you find a dog
1: yes
2: Yeah. Please I do. hope you find the right dog alright I love this <laughs> look, look at this this, this is like it's Tinder like, for puppies like a, this is dog also like this is the, over here. the
1: energy of the Globe and Mail like I'll write that article for you and I'll help you find a dog I'm going to hook you up <laughs> get
2: that dog for you yeah That's yeah right. No, I can do that for you Yeah, okay, great yeah, okay. I love this show I get help <laughs> I get dog advice Don't be calling me people Unless you want to adopt a dog In which case I can help you There you go That's it
1: mm-hmm. um, I don't even know uh, what time we're at We're <laughs> What time we at? Uh, I don't know what time we're at right. It feels to me like we're into think our think new favorite right? thing Yeah, we, I've yeah. not been following I got totally lost in this episode In what was happening yeah. <laughs> Which is delightful That's all right That's relaxing. what I'm going to say That's all, yeah. right. Right. all right So we're right. trying
2: to down memory lane Yeah
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a new favorite thing. Time. New
0: favorite thing. Yeah. New I forgot what mine was. Favorite thing. I need a second because I can't remember. That's okay. What it was.
1: Uh, I can start. Yeah. Um, my new favorite thing. It's not new to me necessarily. I think it's new for the world. Anyway, I'm gonna stop qualifying. Um, this weekend I was sick, so I was like just watching a lot of stuff as you do, and I watched so much awesome, so many awesome television shows and films that are. By women centering around women. It was like I watched, I finished season one of Fleabag, mm. I watched season one of Shrill, and we finished season two of the She-Ra and the Princesses of Power reboot. And I was just the happiest. Like I just yes. felt, it's something about seeing, like watching Shrill and seeing like all these different bodies have regular lives and have sex and have relationships mm-hmm. and like watching fleabag and watching this, you know, this anti-hero character, female character, and and watching Shira and remembering the cartoon I watched as a kid. And we recently had re-watched an episode of Old Shira, like 80s Shira. And when I was a kid, it, it never occurred to me how much that show was about occupation. Like because they're occupied. And of course, as a kid, I was just like, Hmm. she has a sword and she's awesome and she's the princess of power, you know. And then the reboot is so incredibly relevant and it's about these princesses coming back together to fight against this evil occupation and it feels so, just so well done. And I thought, what a great time. Like as much as things, there's a lot of awful things happening right now politically and in the world, Watching this kind of storytelling happen mm-hmm. is really special, and it reminds me how important stories are
2: Stories are everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. They're everything.
1: Yeah, so my new that's my new favorite thing is to like bathe in a world Of that kind of storytelling right, on. right. Um, and have it be so available. Yeah, you yeah.
0: know, it's really awesome Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. that's mine. Here's my new favorite thing. Okay. I remembered what it was do it I'm right-handed mm-hmm I've really been enjoying writing with my left hand. That's cool. What? Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> just um, because?
0: Yeah, just because. Because when I was a little kid, when I was a little kid, I, uh, I used to color with people. I always liked to color and everybody was always better at coloring than me mm-hmm. and it really frustrated me because mm-hmm. I just simply couldn't be as good as anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, now I uh, get a daily opportunity to color with a little one and um, I see the same frustration So I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? Something good for my brain. I'm gonna color with my left hand. I'm gonna work on the dexterity of my left hand. I'm gonna start writing with my left hand. I'm gonna write letters and numbers with my right hand. I'm gonna color and do things, more things with my left hand. And uh, it's my new favorite thing. And I'm just, you know, you're a gift, you're a gift. Dale, go. I love this about you. <laughs> this is such a
1: Dale thing. <laughs> to be in that moment to decide, I'm going to do a good thing for my brain. Like that that's, that that's the train of thought. I love it. Well, it's true. It's yeah. supposed to be very good. It is good, very delight. good, yeah. and,
0: and I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. I'm pretty, it's I, it's, yeah. getting it's not great. And it looks like children's writing. But you can read it. I wow. did that when yeah. I broke That's my impressive.
1: right arm. I broke my right arm and had to be in a cast for four months Yeah, I was 24. Four months? Yeah, I broke it really bad. That's really a really
2: bad. bad That is really bad. And it was
1: bad. in a 90 degree angle in <sighs> a cast for four months. And so um, I was losing my mind. So I would try and write and draw with my left every day for a while to yeah. like be creative and yeah. try. Because I couldn't do anything with my right hand so yeah. yeah it is it's a cool it's an interesting process yeah yeah exercises
0: yeah. your brain exercises mm. your brain and then to be and then in all honesty the other day i was on set and they were like so you pour the cup you need i need you to do everything with your left hand i was like <laughs> i got this i got this, I got this.
2: <laughs> I got this. hot coffee
0: <laughs> wearing i'm wearing white and you have me pouring coffee with my left hand good luck everybody and it went fine
2: yeah. you, you never know when these things are going to be right. it
0: all works out way to go down <laughs> yeah. way to go that's my favorite thing Awesome! <laughs> Excellent,
2: Jane. My new thing. Yeah, I knew. Yes, and of course I thought about this a lot, and now I can't remember the name of the show. Um, well, my husband's going to kill me because he loves this show. It's the HBO, yeah. and yes. it's the one that takes place in 1832
1: in England. Oh, Gentleman Jack. Yes. Yeah. Thank great. you. Cool.
2: This is the best.
1: I have not started it it's yet, fantastic. but I'm very excited. It's fantastic. Okay, cool. And
2: the thing I love more than the show is how much my husband loves it. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Because it t- you know, <laughs> I don't know, I just really enjoy how much he loves it. That's great. But it's a really, really well done show. The acting is spectacular. The script is fabulous. It's just really, really tight. And cool. um, for Game of Thrones fans, the woman who plays. A uh, Greyjoy. Yara Greyjoy. Yara yeah. Greyjoy plays a completely opposite character yeah. in this, and it's delightful to watch.
1: I've yep. seen her in other stuff. Playing, yeah. like, she is a fantastic actress. She's
2: fantastic because
1: she really can go from yeah from one period, one style, one type of character to another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm She's really super
2: looking impressive in this.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward yeah. to it. I've, every preview I've seen for it, I'm like, this is gonna be great.
2: It is really great. Really mm-hmm. enjoying it. Cool. It's in that slipstream as Game of Thrones closes. That's where I'm going. Yeah, because yeah. we all need things to replace. My, uh, I know, but I'm just discovering television, and uh, I know that sounds crazy, but, um, you well, know, I was been yeah, the, yeah. busy and, yeah, uh, yeah, no and um, <laughs> taking a break now, and that was one of the things that I said I was going to do on this break, that this hiatus I was taking, was that yeah. I was going to watch television, and I am watching television. Man,
0: it it's, I feel like it's just really good right now. Right? It's really, really really good yeah. now. Like we're there's in so a good much time. that you can there's just it, to me it feels like there's an endless amount of things that I love.
2: Yeah. I'm like how can this be? Yeah. <laughs> there's so much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because there's because people created so many platforms in order to be ready Yeah, and so they needed things to fill that up and so all of a sudden people were getting chances that weren't getting chances before. I'm into is it. my opinion. It's exciting. Yeah, it is really exciting. Yeah, it's
1: exciting because it's like I love some stories work really well as episodic, and so yeah. you want to be in that world and you want to go on that journey over time. And then other stories are really great in that lovely narrative film, and I, I think it's it's really neat. Yeah, and yeah
0: sometimes you I just know. need thirteen seasons of Dragon's Den to just <laughs> get you through. A you know, to right. just be like, <laughs> yeah. what is Arlene Dickinson going to invest in? Yeah. What's it going
2: to be? But I think there's always been this uneasy tension between TV and film and and people thinking that there wasn't an intersection. And then pretty soon there was an intersection mm-hmm. when, you know, people like Carrie Fukunawa decided to go and no, right. I'm going to do that. Yeah. And um, now all of a sudden there's all of this interconnectivity and people just want stories and it's just a question of different platforms. And... Um, and everybody's just trying to figure it out about how they're actually going to make these things pay for themselves. Yeah. Um, but that will find its way to... I just want my TV <laughs> to be able to play all the platforms. Is that like too much to ask?
1: I mean,
0: it's happening slowly. I just want. Mm. I just feel like everything is like, why can't it? But this won't yes. play on my this. I mean, ultimately, <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. Time. yeah you know. Ultimately,
1: I think we're gonna. As much as we are veering away from like, television channels, yeah. eventually, like, already we're seeing a kind of bundling happening. Yes. Already we're seeing Apple coming up with Apple channels uh-huh. because this is exactly it. People want that access, and so... And I just so to... Work. The sim- simplest. Do you want it to be simpler? I just want to work. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's yeah. It. I understand. Okay. I have to put my password in. I get it. Yeah. I understand. I have the download. Most passwords okay. are like. Yeah. I
0: mean.
2: <laughs> the worst.
0: I, I mean, come on, everybody. Maybe it's yeah. all going to be biometrics. Too. Did you hear about the guy who invented the password? The the um, <laughs> password with like letters and numbers and stuff. So, so a password used to just be like letters, right? And yeah, then this yeah. guy came and he was like, listen everybody, we need to use letters, numbers, a character and a something. Yeah. He, he was like, this is what has to happen and this is what we need to do to keep our shit secure. Uh-huh. And then that went on for like 20 years and he recently came out and said, I regret it. <laughs> I never should have said it. It doesn't make anything more secure. Making your password nonsense, gerbil, crazy town doesn't make anything more secure. It just makes it harder to remember it. Oh, and he's like, I regret it. Oh, I never should have done but, and if people it. people now
1: up. you're talking. Are people, <laughs> you know, like, are people staked out outside of his house, like, ready to, like, attack have him? Have you
2: been asleep <laughs> for 20 like, years? I have to like, do like,
1: a
0: two-factor the- authentication
1: <laughs> because of you, buddy. <laughs> asshole. Yeah. I yeah. oh, mean, he's a, a great man to admit it. That was it. for you, Marasha.
2: It was, it was right. great it's interview. Said. But anyway, mm-hmm. there you go.
1: Um, this has been a real delight.
2: I feel like... I'm choking on my berry. I yeah. um, mm-hmm. just uh, got started. Oh.
1: I know. I know. It's just a such
2: very old. So. Okay.
1: <laughs> this is how it goes on the show. We like. Yeah. I think the first episode we ever did, we were like, we'll do this for a little bit, like thirty to forty minutes, and then like it has been so hard <laughs> to not make it so much longer because really we could sit here for. It's true. like We'd have like, a good party and go to someone and talk for an hour and a half, and then someone else. This is true. But it's
2: a hailstorm, and we should probably we should let probably you let, you let you go. Home. go. It's a hail storm. Oh, there,
0: there was hail earlier. I point over here. You can't see it, but there's windows. I'm going to say this. Wow. Okay.
1: That Jane is always wow. up to uh, interesting things. And she also always has amazing <laughs> things to say about politics, about animals, mm. about life. She posts amazing things about dogs. It's really <laughs> worth following her. So um, um, thank you. Uh, you can find her on Instagram at realjane, R-E-E-L, of course, Jane.
2: It was just the only one not taken. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: it makes sense. Apropos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then your <laughs> Twitter is used to be at Jane underscore Tiff. Is that still the one we're going for or is it at Jane Showdle?
2: At my name. At your yes. name. At
1: yeah. your name. You Just for people who <laughs> were following her, know that she is still on Twitter. It was one for 20 years.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she's <laughs> still on Twitter. It's She's still going to make your life really enjoyable. Mm. And uh, yeah. piss you off. Or piss you off. But isn't that, come on, that's good.
0: You were talking about blood and oxygen. That's it, man. Mm. Mm. Let's, Let's do that.
1: it. Let's get into it. Yeah. 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 Uh, we're thrilled to keep seeing all the great things you've we're thank you very doing. much yeah. back to you and we're really yeah. I'm going to put play our yeah. closing an song I was going to say you. an honor to, know. Honor to oh. have you on the show thank you. yeah honored yeah. to uh, no, no, spend some time it's way fun you. I was
2: scared it's fun <laughs> oh
1: good <laughs> yeah, we're glad to hear it yeah it's scared yeah. and for everyone watching thank you for tuning in we will be yeah. back next week same time, same platforms. That's right. Talking Different to a new the guest. So we'll release the name of our new guest on Monday. That's right. So stay tuned. Yep. And as we always say, by all means,
0: listen, you can go to our Facebook page and rate us. We don't mind. We don't mind. You can do it. You could, go, you could give us a little, like a little, we really liked this. Yeah. We're know. not going to complain. You can go on our iTunes, find the podcast and say, listen, this is my feelings. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> We're not
1: gonna we are not gonna so we're not it's whatever. You're gonna live your life, we're gonna <laughs> live ours. You're gonna watch our show next week, hopefully. Yes. Uh, uh thank yeah, you very much. Thank you very much and have a great day. Yeah. Cheers. I, I'm down to the bearing. Did
0: you really do this?
2: I like it. Yeah, I like oh, it. Oh
0: good. Okay, great. Hey, thanks for listening to the Hype Night Podcast. And as always, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Woodman
1: Wine and Spirits. And if you want to catch more of Hype Night, you can watch us on highball.tv.
0: Every episode is in one place. See you
1: there.